Hey, welcome to Sweet and Salty. This is Carly. And I'm Haley. And today we have a special guest, Noah. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, Noah. Uh, we are so glad you're here. So today on Sweet and Salty, we are talking about an interesting topic. Um, it came up because I was listening to another p- podcast called Cultish um, that talked about mm-hmm. Bethel Church and how there's a woman that actually... Uh, defected? Is that the correct word? Yeah. <laughs> uh, defected from Bethel, like the college. And so, because um, like there's a divinity school or whatever. And so she defected from this school. And I actually personally listen to Be- like Bethel music. I've been listening to them for probably the past three years or so. Um, and so we just wanted to talk about that. But before we get into that, Noah, introduce yourself. Who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> Well, my name is Noah, as you said. Yep. Uh, I feel like we should keep some consistency there with the scheme. Um, I am here because y'all asked me to be here. It is a great privilege and honor, so thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will do my best to contribute as much or as little as you'd like. What do you do for a living? Uh, I am a worship director at a church uh, here in the metro of Oklahoma City. Nice. Sweet. Nice. So, um, I actually also work at this church in the metro of the city of Oklahoma City. And so, <laughs> we, um... Some city and some church. Yeah. Um, and so, we, we work together. Uh, Noah came by my office one day, and I was actually reeling because I had just listened to this podcast I was telling you about. And I said, Noah, wait, you do music. Tell me what you think about this topic. And so um, we just had a really good conversation. I was like, dang, do you want to be on a podcast and talk about this? And he said yes. So um, we're going to kind of get into it. Before we kind of walk into that, My the big question that I kind of want to I don't know if we're going to come to a conclusion or an answer by the end of this podcast. Probably a lot not. of times we don't. No. <laughs> uh, but, just talking. Yeah. Um, but just to have this conversation. So Bethel Music, or the the church, Bethel Church is in, I believe, Redding, California. Yep. And everybody, somebody's nodding their head. He said, he's saying yes. And um, <laughs> Haley said yes out loud. Thanks. And then, okay, so it's in, it's in Redding, California. <laughs> yes. And yes. it is a church that, um, according to this podcast that I listened to, is not preaching the entire gospel. Um, and so... It's a pretty charismatic church. Mm-hmm. The Divinity School is like... A, it's called like the Divinity Supernatural. It's like SSM, but it has supernatural in the word ministry. Um, charismatic. I read an article that like... It's all pre-Christian knowledge, but they believe in like holy laughter and like speaking of tongues and... Um, I forgot the really fancy theological words, but, like, they believe that miracles are still continuous. They believe that miracles and, like, um, how accessible they were in um, the New Testament, they're as accessible now. Um, so those are some of their beliefs. Mm-hmm. I actually just watched a video, a Netflix show called American Gospel. Have you heard of it? Oh, that was you? Yes. Was it good? Yes, I mm-hmm. recommend it 100%. So that's a few things before we get going, because we're not going to give you the entire summary of like what Bethel Church was and like 
how they run, but like go listen to the podcast called Cultish, and it's called Cultish Defecting from Bethel. Um, there's also Watch American Gospel that talks about some of this stuff. They they called it Word of Faith, um, the mm. Word of Faith movement. I could not tell you a lot about it <laughs> now, but um, do you know anything about it, Word of Faith? He's saying, nope. He's shaking his head no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so check that out more. But my ultimate question is, okay, so let's say any church, or in this case it's Bethel Church, is preaching a false gospel but like what about their mm-hmm. music so like mm-hmm. i've listened to their music for a long time should i stop listening to their music why like is it should i not stop listening to it if it's bringing me closer to the lord like that's kind of what i'm wrestling with um i have some thoughts after i've talked with people but i'd like love, love to hear you guys thoughts i don't care your stories can i ask you a question sorry yeah why did you start listening to bethel in the first place and why did you continue to listen to bethel yeah, so I listen, started listening to Bethel whenever I was in college. I believe I was a freshman or sophomore. And I was actually newer in my walk um, in faith. And so, like, I think I stumbled upon it because I was starting to listen to more music. Spotify started to exist. And so, like, I had more range to, like, find music and, mm-hmm. like, find worship music. And um, and so I, I guess, stumbled upon it somehow and started and loved it and I loved the um and I guess I'll go and talk about this but like how I loved like how out of the box and how different it was than like what I was used to as a kid where and even like in my walk in my like in college I was learning how to become a believer on my own um and like owning my faith and this was a a pivotal time in that and Mm -hmm. that music kind of reflected or so I thought like reflected that at the time Mm -hmm. and so I, I don't I don't know how I found it, but, you know, Spotify, you don't have to buy every song. You just have to pay monthly. So, like, I was just Blessings. looking at everything. You know, I was listening to a bunch of stuff. What what made it different? I know mm-hmm. you're a little bit about your family. You guys listen to, like, a lot of Michael W. Smith. That's what my mom like, listens to. I uh, grew up listening yeah, to Michael W. So, like, Smith. I would associate that with the worship music you knew previously. So, what is different about... Bethel music to you. I love the spontaneous part of mm. Bethel music. Okay. So like, and that was wild to me. Like the fact that they were singing outside of the, um, I don't know what the fancy terms are, but like you know you have lyrics, but it's like beyond the lyrics. Um, yeah. And I guess you'd call it spontaneous. And so I loved that part of it. So I was like, dang, like they're leaving room for the spirit to move. That's mm. what I was feeling. Okay. Um, so. But anyways, back to that question. Should we listen to music or not? Uh, I would love to start by just defining what you mean by gospel. And then that way we have a common ground before we talk about the music. So what would you define as gospel or a false gospel as Mm -hmm. you said Bethel is? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're saying the gospel. What is the gospel? Yeah, and just short condensed version. Yeah, so the gospel is... I mean, Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, and we believe that he rose again three days later, and um, and we need that because we are sinners, and we are broken, and we believe that he died on the cross for our sins, that we might be able to come before the Lord, and um, clean and holy, but only because of Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross, and... Um, and so the gospel, that is the gospel, is 
um, that we are broken and we need Christ as our Savior. Um, whereas Bethel, um, kind of what they were claiming and, and what was being seen, the false gospel was <clears throat> God loves us. And there's just n- there isn't any talk of sin. Like humans mm. are not broken mm. and okay. like there's nothing wrong with humans. But... Um, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, does that help? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's good. I just yeah. wanted to, to, for us to state it before we started talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Haley, I know you read an article about some of this stuff. So, what did you gather from that? Yeah. So, I don't listen to Bethel music before this. I just didn't. I think it's kind of weird. I think I didn't listen to them because I was like, this is weird that there's um, a lot of empty space with just music. So, that's weird. I didn't like that. Really? So, yeah, I was like, uh, I like lyrics. I'm a word person, so I really like mm-hmm. lyrics. And so, anyways. But I read one article that I can't remember. It was on someone's personal blog. I can't remember. it. All, honestly, I didn't get much from it. But there's one that I from the Gospel Coalition that talked about Bethel in 2018. And it talked about, I literally wrote in my Google search, should I stop listening to Bethel music? And this is one of the articles that popped up and it talked about four reasons to think or four things to think about, about Bethel. And it went through. And one of the things that one of the main points that I saw was like, is it glorifying to God? Like, is it, are they actually preaching the gospel? And so I think like, that's the most important thing when we listen to anything or watch anything or consume anything is like, um, I'm not super, I'm not a person who like believes in super censorship, but like if we're listening to music that is supposed to glorify the Lord and it leaves out some key component truths, like that, that should signify a problem. Like that should be a red flag. I think if they're leaving, if it's Mm -hmm. just half truths, then it's not the truth that I think that completely glorifies the Lord. And I disagree with that. Um, and so I guess that would be my point, but I also have another point that might seem contradictory, but I also think that the Lord is bigger than Bethel music. So like exactly what Carly was talking about of how, like how refining and how the Holy Spirit moved for her because of this medium, like for Bethel music, they might not have been speaking whole truths, but the Lord is bigger than that and was using that to spark the spirit in her and to move and to learn and to grow. So like through there's like Proverbs 15:22 and then there's another 1 John 4:13 through 15. I will fact check that, but I'm pretty sure both of those verses talk about like uh taking things through the spirit and like if they don't worship pretty much like watch watch out for false gospel, watch out for false teachers. So like we do need to do that as believers and even I feel like non-believers, if they're listening to Christian music that isn't speaking the whole truth, then I think it's hurting more than helping. But also the Lord is bigger than people who aren't telling the whole truth. I think that's where it's hmm. Yeah, that's great. I think you even made a helpful um, delineation about some of uh, the music that Bethel Music puts out is that they even have entire albums that are just instrumental things. And so we're specifically talking about songs that have lyrical content within them and what that lyrical content looks like. Um, but I think you're right, Haley, that you brought up a great point of, um, be watchful of things that, uh, are false, falsely taught either whether, whether that is just completely incorrect or just partial truths. Um, but also to, uh, consider and think through those things, uh, in and of yourself, 
um, and not to just take someone else opi- else's opinion mm-hmm. um, and ascribe it or prescribe it to yourself, uh, but th- to think through whether it's helpful for you and to follow your convictions in that um, mm-hmm. as you prayerfully consider it. Um, I am personally of the opinion that I think that there are a lot of songs that Bethel has written that are incredibly helpful and edifying for the church mm-hmm. uh, and have a holistic picture of the gospel. Um, and I would not have any problem with recommending those songs to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's good. I think that's, we even had this conversation in my office about how, like the Lord, like exactly what you just said, the, the God, like God is bigger than Bethlehem music. Like the mm-hmm. Lord can use whoever he wants in order to edify the church, in order to, um, sanctify his people. And so <clears throat> I think you've even, um, of the, of Pharaoh in Egypt, how mm. the Lord used him, um, in ways to like, like he hardened his heart for a re like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense to me even sometimes of like how the Lord did that, um, in order to glorify himself. So like in order to glorify God. And so, um, like even music like this, yes, we can listen to it, but, um, I don't know. I think it's important to be on guard, I guess, but mm-hmm. I think it can still be useful. Yeah. A gray uh, area. Mm-hmm. So on this podcast that I listened to, on the, I think it was the third part, so I finally got to it. Oh, wow. this, Yeah, there's three parts. I think like an hour and a half, two hours each. Um, <clears throat> but the girl who um, defected from the school... Her opinion was, like, I'm not going to listen to it at all anymore, which makes sense. I mean, she was kind of burned by um, them. But, um, I mean, her thinking was, like, if this is not, like, pointing me towards Christ and she knew them and, like, what their, like, goals were, I guess. And so she was, like, hurting. And um, and so she was, like, I'm, I wouldn't recommend people and I was, I'm not going to listen to it anymore. And that was her stance on that on those music so i don't know but also what about like kanye <laughs> <laughs> yes or <laughs> chase the rapper they're yeah. both guys who like are very much in the secular realm but mm-hmm. have songs that like talk about the character of god and so that's a very good point my church plays kanye sometimes really which is very edgy yep They'll play it when we're leaving church, so, like, a select few. Like an out- outro kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, but it's, like, one of them. Yeah, so, <laughs> very edgy. That's interesting. But, I don't know. I remember Carly and I had this conversation about Kanye, about what we do with it, and, I don't know, my brain, I'm treating Kanye and Chance a little different than Bethel. I don't know why. But I also, you guys go ahead. I don't have an answer. Let me ask you another question. So that makes me think of when I was growing up and like alternative rock and punk rock was a thing. And you had these bands that would write songs that you could interpret as either being about a girl or about (laughs) God, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes bands just got prescribed to be Christian bands, whether or not they really wanted to be. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I think one other thing Hmm. that just came to mind was... What about new believers? So, like, what if you have new believers that hear this music? And I think this is an argument of maybe what that girl said. I was like, what if there are new believers out there that hear, let's say, Bethel music, or maybe Kanye, or, you know, Mm -hmm, someone mm -hmm. who's putting out these albums. um, And they hear this, they're a new believer, they just came to Christ. And so then they 
start ascribing and if they listen to this and they're like this is amazing this is great um that means bethel church is also great too and so as like a new new believer they might assume that Mm. and so like i don't know what are y'all's thoughts on that um i think that it is helpful to be conscious of new believers and how they might uh perceive um sort of this whole new spiritual world that they now uh, can see through different eyes with um but it's also helpful to consider the comment that you made earlier of like god is bigger than mm. um all of those things and is sovereign and so if we really trust and believe in that then the truth is going to come out whether it's mm. uh what we believe or what someone else believes um and hopefully that through the power of the holy spirit within us that the lord will draw us to that um but also think it's helpful to even consider just myself and my own journey and mm. there are probably things that i thought of when i was first a believer that i don't think now or that i think now that i probably won't believe in mm-hmm. 10 or 15 more years mm. um yeah a good point because we're constantly growing and yeah. constantly changing and yeah. constantly being sanctified and being made more like christ so yeah i remember when kanye came out it was such a big deal it was all over my twitter and but it was also all over my instagram like kids that um not kids that sounds weird but like teenagers that follow me that also sounds weird <laughs> i help out okay i help out in my church's student ministry that, sorry my but, friends are kids <laughs> mostly anyways but they would like put their they're listening to kanye's new album and like one is one's literally one song talks about characteristics of the lord and i remember listening to it and i was like okay kanye like i don't disagree with all of this and so yeah. but kids that like weren't in the church or even some of my sister's friends my sister is 16 years old like my sister like her friends don't believe in the lord and like all of these things and they're listening to these songs that like they love kanye but they're also listening to these songs that these lyrics are centered hopefully mostly around the gospel and in my brain and in my heart and i think even a little of my spirit like we keep coming back to this point but i think it's like the main like the Lord will use whatever he needs to use in order to bring himself glory, in order to bring his children to him and save and save his children. And so yeah. there's always a chance, even on a Sunday morning with a really good preacher, that someone misunderstands what the preacher's saying. And so um, hmm. if it's if music is misconstrued, hopefully that person has someone in their life that um, knows a little bit more and can help them. I mean... Hopefully we've all had those people who are like, hey, I think this. And like, well, let's think about this in a different way. And also maybe they're a person who has a little bit of hunger for scripture and they can back that up in scripture. But Mm -hmm. it is a little scary and a little makes me weary even too of there's this really secular person and they're claiming to know the Lord and how much of this is real and how much of this is false. But I think in my own life, I had to think about like, is this even about me or is this about the Lord? Is this something that like I'm trying to have control on because this person is now trying to fit into another suit, like another persona or am I just not, am I not comfortable with that in that moment? Mm -hmm. And so I even think that for Bethel, like I think there's hope that Bethel one day might be on the right track. And so Mm -hmm. anyways, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's good. I think I even heard about things with Kanye that like, people are googling it was the most googled thing like about jesus or like um things like that and like who are we to say that's not a good thing for people like in different contexts that wouldn't listen to worship music that are listening to kanye to say that they're 
Yeah. I'm hearing the gospel. <laughs> so. I know this is a different thing, but like Chance the Rapper and DMX, who's also a rap, brought like a rapper, they were reading scripture on their Instagram. They were doing Instagram lives and yeah. they were just reading scripture. I remember and I, that. And yeah. I was like, this is cool, but also crazy because it's like, I have this preconceived notion of them. Can I accept this or do I have a problem with this? And it's like, even in my own self-righteousness of understanding, like, it's not about what I think is right or what I think is wrong. It's like what the Holy Spirit is discerning in my spirit and what the Lord ultimately will be glorified with, mm-hmm. which is a lot of churchy language. But is this glorifying to God? Is this speaking of who he actually is or is he not? And to me, if a person is reading straight out of the Bible, there's not a lot you can get wrong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. DMX, man. That was wild. His voice is crazy. I actually don't know if I know who DMX is. We'll play Do a song. You? I mean, BMX is like the bikes and stuff, right? <laughs> well, I've heard of BMX. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a different, same, just one. So is it BMX? Is that the same thing? <laughs> He's great. He has okay. a very notorious voice. Okay. Anyways. It's good. Well, I think it's good. We came to a, not a conclusion at all. Maybe. We sort of did. Yeah, I feel like this is the, one of the most conclusive podcasts we've ever I, had. I actually do Except agree. for the pen one. Oh my gosh. That was our first episode. Yeah. It was great. So I've heard. Yeah. I heard the story. We don't yeah. need to go back to that. I love that. And uh, obviously, Carly I think about you every earned. time. I love it so I much. think about you every time that I sign a check <laughs> at a restaurant. I'm like, well, Haley might have taken this pen, and then I walk away and For leave the free pen Free advertising. Oh, I still stand by my point. It, that's why they throw free t-shirts out. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, this is thing. a different, different episode. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, we kind of came to a conclusion. Yeah. Just keep your head up. Keep your head on straight. Yeah. Read fact the gospel. Check. Yes. Fact check with the truth. Don't just take our words for it because we are just people. Yeah. So, anything else to add about that before? Anybody? No. They are shaking their head no. So, we're going to conclude up <laughs> with <laughs> our well-known sweet and salty. Well-known. Shout so, out to you, Zero. <laughs> just kidding. We... We kind of warned Noah earlier, like, Noah, this is what happens at the end of the podcast. You're going to tell us sweet and salty. So he sat there. He's like, what? A sweet and salty? I was like, yes, a sweet and salty. A good thing and a bad thing. He's like, I can't think of anything. He didn't sound like that, but basically the same thing. And he said, he, oh, no, it's fine. Hopefully. Um, but then he said, he's like, I don't think that way. And I was like, what does that mean? Noah? you don't think this way. So hopefully we've had about 20 minutes. Um, so what uh, is your sweet and what is your salty? Um, my, I'll start with the salty and then end okay. on the sweet. Okay, okay. sweet note. Right. Um, like many people do with their dietary habits. <laughs> um, Amen. <laughs> so the salty is, is that I live in a house with my wife that is an old house. I think it was built like in the 1920s or something. Back when Prohibition was roaring. Uh, oh, and, classic you know, Prohibition. Ah. You know, back in the day. Um, and <laughs> the house is so old that it will shift dramatically. And so we are currently at a point where our back door will not open because <gasps> the door frame has like, it has shifted onto the door. No way. Uh, so that's a frustrating thing <laughs> because we own a lovely dog that we have gotten in the middle of uh, coronavirus 2020 or quarantine, <laughs> which dog. is, she's, yeah. the dog is great. We, we love her. 
But you got to take the dog out sometimes, and our back, door, our back door doesn't work. We understand that, um, yeah. So that is a salty thing. But the sweet thing is that we have a dog all the same, and there are front doors. So we go <laughs> out the front door. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you leave her, is it a her? A her? her, yeah, okay, yeah. Do you leave her on the leash or something? No, well, I mean, we'll either go out to the front and sit with her, or we can even go out the front and then go to the back. Yeah. Where, so, you know. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, are you going to get it fixed? Like, at the little... Well, so we're renting the house, so we can't really do, like, <laughs> oh, anything yeah. about it. And it'll shift back eventually. Like, <laughs> Have you called them and told them about this? I mean... <laughs> the, no! For, for all you renters out there, you know that you know that relationships with landlords are tricky, so... Oh, yeah. my gosh! They are tricky. You're right. Yeah. Tricky, tricky. Yeah, so that's yeah, good. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on, Noah. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was yeah. a blast. Yeah. Maybe we'll have you on again. If I can ever get out of my back door. Yeah. <laughs> I had to climb through the window to get here. <laughs> we'll send you some help next time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's sweet and salty. We will see you guys later. Bye. Bye.